Welcome to this week's End of Days Update coming to you from Cobbs Creek, Virginia. Having such a great time here at Cornerstone Church. If you can, we'll be actually here uh, this morning <laughs> when you get this video and tonight if you're anywhere in the area. We had some folks come from Maitland, Georgia to come up to Richmond. They came over for the meetings. It's so cool to see people hungry for the coming of the Lord. The excitement seems like it's building. You know, every church you go to, you see people getting it that Jesus is just about to come back. So what the update is all about is, you know, the, the rapture is signless. But the second coming has tons of signs. I think there's like 50 to 60. So uh, we're, we're looking at what happens just after the rapture. So you look at the Ezekiel 38 war. I have people ask every week, well, how can you tell the Ezekiel 38 wars after the rapture? Well, it, obviously the church has to be taken off the earth. So it goes back to seven years of old covenant time. It's the time of Jacob's trouble. And you'll notice that this is how you know that the Ezekiel 38 war happens after the rapture is God intervenes. In this dispensation, He doesn't intervene. He gave the church authority. So the moment the church is lifted off the earth, He in intervenes and protects Israel so the heathen can know that He is God. So we look at all these things together so we can see how close we are because we're so close. So much stuff's happening every week. It seems like I've been forgetting different things each week because there's just so much to cover in, in eight to ten minutes. So let's pick up what's happened around Israel so we can tell how close we are. The big thing probably is in Iran. Man, the last few days there's been massive explosions all over the country, specifically near the nuclear sites. But even yesterday the, at the TV station area, they said it was a massive explosion. In, connected with that, though, is all the cyber attacks. I mean, you had cyber attacks all over Iran coming from within Iran, knocking out their rail system twice and knocking out their the government websites. Why is that a big deal? Well, what, what happened was is you had not just the Secretary of State, but you had the Mossad coming out saying Iran was literally weeks away from coming up with a nuclear weapon. So what happens is Israel's having to preemptively slow that down. And what they've been doing is stopping missiles coming from Iran down into Syria over into Lebanon. They've been doing that every week, seems like, for two years, and there's no record of it at all on the news. But this is a huge deal that uh, several different uh, news outlets are talking about how big the explosions were. And in the midst of that, you have Iran saying that they have to attack America. <laughs> so the last few weeks, you had Iranian missiles coming into Iraq where our servicemen are. It hasn't hit any of them, but it's come really close. So we retaliated twice lately. So I think there'll be another retaliation because we were hit again. So they, they thank God they missed our, our servicemen and women. But anyway, that's what Iran's doing to try to mess with America in the midst of all this. So this is the anniversary of the nuclear agreement that they came out with you know, years ago. The problem is is Iran figured out how to circumvent that by literally having the EU go around those sanctions and Iran was able to have money to do what they needed to do, along with China helping them and Russia helping them. So in the midst of having a nuclear agreement, they were still going ahead and, and literally enriching uranium at a speed that they're not supposed to. So with all of this, you had King Abdullah from Jordan, he and the president of Egypt went up into Iraq to form an agreement to bring oil from Iran down into Iraq through Egypt, through Jordan to get to Europe. So the thing that the Israelis said was, hey man, you're, you're basically hooking yourself up with Iran, which they're doing that. So America responded by literally moving three logistic bases from Qatar into Jordan. I mean, massive logistic bases. What is that for? They purposely said, this is to slow Iran down so Iran won't try to attack Israel. So it's amazing how Israel is completely having to defend itself over and over and over again. 
Israel stopped a cache of weapons coming in from the north out of Lebanon. They stopped another cache of weapons on the Gaza Strip. Another one right there on the water coming down from Lebanon. So from every angle, Israel has weapons being trying to, you know, basically snuck in, sneaking in to try to get, get Israel right in front of our eyes. So, man, uh, thank God we, we know what's coming, and that is God's going to intervene for them. So uh, with all of that, there's, it's hard to get into everything that's happening. But you have natural things going on. You have floods in China, floods in London, floods in Japan, tornadoes in China, and different floods all over the place. You've got locusts. You got, I don't even cover all the locusts and all the weird animals that were going on. So it, the, the locusts were swarmed. Like, it looked like a, a dust cloud. It looked like a dust storm. So along with that, you got Israel using new technology. And this is kind of crazy how China tries to match Israel at the exact same time. Israel came out saying, hey, we're going to have drone swarms where we go into attack, basically robotic war. And they were talking about that because remember last week or two weeks ago, I talked about Israel has this new microburst technology to, to literally take out every drone that would be coming toward it. Well, Israel announces this last week. They've got all these drone swarms. They're the swarms they're going to be using. Man, it's it literally like something out of the book of Revelation. So you see all these different groups getting ready for what's going to happen just after the catching away of the church. So when you watch all of that, it has to tell you uh, literally time is short. We know the clock is ticking down, but I mean, the players for the Ezekiel 38 were literally coming on the field every single week. In the old city of Jerusalem, you had the bridge that connects the western wall to the Temple Mount kind of fading away. So now they're talking about having to redo that. And then they also talked about a different way to get into the Temple Mount through some of the tunnels. I thought that was pretty cool because I've been waiting for more stuff about the, the old city and the Temple Mount to be preached about. So along with that, they found some inscriptions from the Old Testament, 3,000 years old, with uh, the name Zerubbabel on it, one of the judges. So you've got all these tangible ties to Israel and the land all over the place along with everything else you have. We talk about how crazy it is. The Palestinians a few weeks ago said, you know, a big band doesn't belong to England. It belongs to the Palestinians. Remember, Turkey's president said uh, uh, the Temple Mount in Jerusalem doesn't belong to Israel. It belongs to Turkey. How insane that is. So you see that symptom of insanity like the Antichrist coming on the scene to try to change dates and times and other things like that. Along with all of this, you had the president of, uh, of the Palestinians, Abbas, made a trip up to Turkey to meet with uh, Erdogan in Turkey literally just to circumvent the money coming to the Palestinians because Hamas keeps getting all the money and building up all their weaponry. You know, after they fired all those rockets a few weeks ago, they rearmed within two weeks. So other nations are helping the Palestinians do that. So uh, along with that, you had some more incendiary balloons come up from Gaza. So Israel's getting it from every side. You can imagine why time is running out so short. So why do we get into all this? Well, uh, as you see the finish line, you run faster, not slower. This is not an escape theology. It's a hustle theology. With all of this information right in front of us, it's time to make changes in our life because Jesus is just about to come. So we always go to the signs. You know, you go back to the Bible. All the stuff that's happening is, is, is interesting to point to what's coming. But let's go to the scripture. Number one, Israel made a nation. Number two, Jerusalem being won back. Jesus said the generation that sees those two events will not pass away till all is fulfilled. So we're so blessed that we can see that happen in our lifetime. After that, you've got the language restored. The Bible says right before the coming of the Lord, He'd restore to them a pure language. 120 years ago, no one spoke Hebrew. Now they all speak Hebrew. Amazing, a miracle. Can't find them speaking Canaanite, Hittite, or Amorite, but you can hear them speaking Hebrew because God said He would do this just before the coming of the Lord. So you have that. You have the, the Temple Mount Institute ready to start having sacrifices. You've got the revival of the Roman Empire, which is amazing. You've got their capital building in Strasbourg, France. 
so cool. You have the Ethiopian Jews brought out in one day, 18,000 airlifted in one day. So uh, the Bible said this is what would happen right before the coming of the Lord. So you have event after event after event that the Bible said you'd see, and we've seen them all come to pass. You can check them off and mark them off in your list. Wow, God said this, came to pass. Many more, though. You have 170 different species of predatory birds start showing up. You got the cleanup crew in the land for the Ezekiel 38 war and for the Battle of Armageddon. But you have even more. You got fish show up in the Dead Sea. You had foxes show up on the Temple Mount. You had the ritual baths around the Temple Mount fill up with water. The Sea of Galilee filling up with water. You had Rabbi Yitzhak Kaduri prophesying that Israel would be ruled by two Benjamins just before the coming of the Lord. Last year, you had Benjamin Netanyahu and Benjamin Gantz jointly rule. So it's all unfolding literally right before our eyes. So what do we do? We help our local church, help our pastor. We do whatever we can do to be engaged. As you get closer, uh, the more engaged you need to be. So you've got signs of the coming of the Lord, then you've got signals. You had blood red moons on Passover and tabernacles. How radical is that to have the heavens signifying Jesus is just about to come? So when did that, and when did you have four in a row? NASA calls it a tetrad. The last time you had four in a row, it was 1967 when Jerusalem was won back. 1948 when Israel's made a nation, and 1492 at the Edict of Expulsion when the Jews were kicked out of Spain. So you got significant things with Israel uh, being magnified in the heavens. After that, you got the Bethlehem Star. How crazy is that to have Jupiter, Regulus, and Venus come together at the birth of Jesus? The constellation was Virgo. This last year, NBC Nightly News said we have a celestial event. We got Jupiter, we got Regulus, and we got Venus, Bethlehem Star. Man, the heavens are declaring the glory of God. Uh, the heavens are signaling to us that the king is about to come back. So you had many more. If you got into all the stuff that happened, like on the September 23rd signs on the heavens, it's from Revelation 13. They're all coinciding with Israel being told they can't pollute least Jerusalem. Everything revolves around uh, what's happening with Israel and what's happening with Jerusalem so that God's trying to say, hey, I'm just about to come back. So all of a sudden, we're going to see the king. Jesus is about to be made manifest in all the earth. Wow, the church is going to be caught up. The rapture of the church, we're going to go up to meet him in the air. So shall we ever be with the Lord. So let's put our hand to the plows, do whatever we can because we're about to see the king. Eyes as a flame of fire, feet like undefined grass, a voice of many waters. Man, how amazing is that going to be? to see him face to face. Hey, have a blessed, wonderful week. Come back this next week and we'll see what's happening around Israel. We know there'll be so much stuff going on. It's hard to even keep up with, but man, we're going we're gonna to pay attention to it because we're going to be like the tribe of Issachar that has an understanding of the times to know what the children of the Lord should do. So let's go for it. Have a great week. We'll see you next Wednesday. Thanks for joining us today at the End of Days Update. If you'd like to be notified every time there's a new post, just go to the edu at josephmorris.com and subscribe to receive email alerts. If these posts and updates have been a blessing to you, please consider making a one-time donation to help get the message out or even becoming a monthly partner with Joseph Morris Ministries. Thanks again for tuning in to the EDU, and we'll see you next week. One love to overshine.